Welcome. We are so glad you've joined us today. Are you ready for another Bayside Christian Church podcast? Let's get straight into it. ...of the city gate and gave them encouragement saying, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid nor dismayed before the king of Assyria, nor before all the multitudes that is with him. For there are more with us than with him. With him is an army of flesh, but with us is the Lord to help us and to fight our battles. And with the people, and the people were strengthened by the words of Hezekiah of Judah, king of Judah. After this, Sennacherib, king of Assyria, sent his servants to Jerusalem. But he and all his forces with him laid siege against Lanash. I think that I'll say it quick. No one will know. Lanash. To King Hezekiah. So the servant went to King Hezekiah. To King Hezekiah of Judah and to all, the, all Judah who were in Jerusalem saying. You ready? This is what the servant from King Sennacherib said to King Hezekiah. Thus says Zernacherib, king of Assyria. Ready? This is what they call in the Bible a hinging verse. It means that everything that happens in this portion of Scripture hinges on verse 10. You ready? Thus says Zernacherib, king of Assyria, in what do you trust? Someone say that with me. In what... Do you trust that you remain under siege in Jerusalem? Does not Hezekiah persuade you to give yourselves over to die by famine and by thirst? The Lord our God will deliver us from the hand of king of Assyria. Has not the same Hezekiah taken away his high places and his altars and commanded Judah and Jerusalem saying, you shall worship before one altar and burn incense on it. Do you not know what I and my fathers have done to all the people of other lands? Were the gods of other nations of those lands in any way able to deliver their lands out of my hand? Who was there among all the gods of all the nations that my father utterly destroyed that could deliver his people from my hands? That your God should be able to deliver from my hands. Now therefore, do not let Hezekiah deceive you or persuade you like this. And do not believe him. For no God of any nation or kingdom was able to deliver his people from my hand or from the hand of my fathers. How much less will your God deliver you from my hand? Verse 16. Furthermore, his servant spoke against the Lord and against his servant Hezekiah. He also wrote letters to revile the Lord God of Israel and to speak against him, saying, As the gods of other nations, of other lands, have not delivered their people from my hand, so the God of Hezekiah will not deliver his people from my hand. You ready for verse 18? Verse 18, if you like to put highlighters, notes in your Bible, write this down. If nothing else, write this down. Verse 18, then they called out with a loud voice, someone say, in Hebrew, to the people of Jerusalem who were there on the wall to frighten them 
and trouble them that they might take the city. And they spoke against the God of Jerusalem as against the God of the peoples of the earth, the work of men's hands. Verse 18. The servant of Zennacherib, king of Assyria, came to the wall of Jerusalem and spoke in Hebrew. Something you've got to understand here. Listen, Hebrew isn't Assyrian's native language. It's the Israelites. The servant of the evil king came and spoke in what language? Their language. To frighten them that they might take the city. Can I tell you, the devil knows the language that you speak. The devil is using your language to spread fear and keep you from your purpose that God has planned for you. Like verse 10 says, verse, like verse 10, everything swings off this verse. It's a, it's a hinge verse. In what do you trust? Because the devil's coming and speaking your language. Whatever that might be, he knows it. We need a new language. Someone say, I need a new language. No, no, tell your neighbor again. Say, neighbor, we need a new language. This one's done. The devil knows the code, so we can't use it anymore. We need a new language. We need to learn the language of heaven. <laughs> See, Jesus said in John 10, 27, My sheep hear my voice. My what? My voice, yes. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. The thing about this verse is that he knows them because they understand him. Oh. So us as a Jesus people, Matt, you say, what, what is a Jesus people? What is a Jesus people? Can I tell you, the word, the label Christian has been so diluted over the years and we use it as a name tag. I'm a Christian, but we actually carry no power and we carry no identity in it. I use the thing Jesus people. I want, I desire Christian, the, lay, the name Christian, the, the, the identity as Christian to be restored as it was in the beginning, but I'm using Jesus people. Why do I use Jesus people? Listen, I know too many unbelieving believers that call themselves Christians, but they don't walk in Christ. I need some Jesus people. Some people, listen, what's a Jesus people? Jesus people are identified by his name, identified by his presence, and are covered by the blood of Jesus. I need some Jesus people. So we as a Jesus people need to be able to recognize the voice of Jesus or the language of heaven. Matt, what is the language of heaven? Acts 2, verse 2. And suddenly there came a wind, a mighty wind, a sound from heaven that invaded the earth. Can I tell you, church, the language of heaven or the sound of heaven is when the Holy Spirit crash dummy collides with our heart, so much so that we start to speak in faith. 
You say, Matt, I thought the language of heaven was tongues. Yes, but even it is spoken in faith. We need to start to pick up the language of faith. Faith. Someone say faith. Heaven's language is faith. Hebrews 11.1 says that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. Hebrews 10 tells us that it's impossible to please God without faith. Can I tell you, let me, this is for free, you ready? Let me shed some light on, on faith for a second. Faith is a physical substance in heaven. What is it, Matt? It's made of two things. The substance of faith in heaven is made of part one, trust, Part two, revelation of Jesus. So we can actually partake, partner in trusting in who God is and start to walk in his nature. And we can start to bring heaven realities down and start to shape heaven's uh, earthly partialities. You say, Matt, no, you're denying reality. No, I am of a different place. I am born in Christ. The life I live is not my own. It's his. I walk in faith. Faith is a physical substance. It's the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things unseen. The fact that I even have faith means that there is something unseen I'm partaking of. Thank you, Lord. So as a people who are set apart for the glory of God, we are actually able to partner with the spiritual substance called faith by trusting in who God is and what he's able to do. And we can bring heaven's supernatural realities down to earth and it will begin to, someone say, override. Override earthly partialities. Matt, you're you're denying what's actually going on. No, no. No, no, no. I'm of heaven. Firstly, I'm of earthly. Secondly, heaven determines my reality here. Matt, that's weird. I know. We believe in a man that was born of unusual circumstances. And he lived an unusual life. And he died an unusual death. And he stayed dead for an unusual amount of time. And then he rose again, unusually. And now he's risen and is seated in heaven at the right hand of God, at the place of authority, carrying all power. And he's coming again. He's coming again. Let's not forget the other half of Jesus. He's the coming king. This is an unusual faith. Yes, I'm, we are by definition a peculiar people. That means I can speak to dead, bleached, dried, rotten bones, come together, and bone will start to rattle. Bone will come to bone, marrow upon bone, and God will breathe his life on the word, and before me will stand an army greater than anything of flesh. 
This is the faith that we carry. We can speak to arthritis and say, get out, you feral thing. And it leaves. We can say, body, respond to the word of the Lord. Because his word is, carries all authority. It says that in the beginning was the word. Before it all was the word. So I can partake in faith and speak word and it will start to override earthly partiality. Matt, why are you so passionate right now about this speaking faith, speaking faith, speaking? You're getting really loud. You're yelling a bit. My ears are hurting. The reason I am so passionate right now is because I've seen too many Christians speaking the very curses out of the mouth that Jesus died on the cross to set us free from. We must stop. We must get a new language. The devil's speaking fear at the the wall in Hebrew, in the Israelites' native language, so that he might take the city. The moment you partner with a corrupt language, and you partner with what is spoken in that language, you'll become succumb to the authority of that that speaks it. So when we partake of language of heaven, we come under the authority of God. Oh, you missed it. When we partake of a heavenly language, we start to speak faith. We start to speak his word in faith. We will come under the authority that backs up that word. With his kingdom comes the king. Have you ever seen, like in any movies, the servant ride in and, and stand in front of you know, an opposing force and say, this is the king's kingdom. And they'll say, well, show me your king. Don't they? That servant means nothing. With the kingdom comes the king. Jesus came preaching the kingdom of God is at hand. That means the king's coming. So when we partner with the faith, with the language of heaven, we partner with this physical substance of faith that's in heaven. We partake of it. We partner with it. And we speak the kingdom of heaven is coming. What you bind on earth will be bind in heaven. What you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. When we partner with the kingdom, here comes the king. Faith is voice activated. It's voice activated. Well, Matt, I like to pray my prayers silently. Let it come out of your mouth. Let it come out of your mouth. We'll believe someone else's words about us. And we'll say, no, that's not right in our head. But until it comes out of our mouth, we'll never believe it. Faith is voice activated. Romans 10, 17. So faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So speak God's word. Speak it. Let me elaborate a little bit more. All right, you ready? God's word is symboled by the number two. It's symbolized by the number two. Two being God's will and God's word. When we speak in faith, we need to be in agreement with God's will and his word. So see, in Genesis 1, God created light with his word. But it was always his will that there would be light. But it wasn't until his word came into agreement with his will that light came into being. 
God always willed, there, willed for there to be light. But it wasn't until he spoke it, his words came into agreement with his will, and light came into being. I will for the best thing to happen, then speak it. This is not a prosperity gospel. This is us living by heavenly realities. If prosperity comes with it, yes, thank you, Lord. Shakabundi. But I'm walking in faith. We can start to walk this thing out. We can start to dry up and starve enemy camps with our faith declaration. See, earlier in this passage, you may have missed it. But uh, Hezekiah saw and heard that king of Assyria was coming to fight against him, to take the fortified cities. So he went and counseled with his commanders, with his people, and said, let us dry up the wells. Let us dry up the springs. So they got together, and it says, thus many people went out and plugged up the wells, plugged up the streams, saying what? Why should the king of Assyria come to our land and find much water? You guys need to ask that in your own life. What am I letting the devil drink in my life? What wells do I need to plug up? Why should he come and find much water? I don't know if you know this, but it's very hard to shout with a dry throat. Back when, when I lived out at Charleville and when we owned a cattle station, my parents, and, and I would help dad, we had an old truck, an old Hino truck, and we called it the Albino Snail. Holy cow, that thing was slow. And the nearest cattle sale was in Roma, and it was 300 kilometers away. But in the, in the Albino Snail, with about 15 wieners in the back, it took about six and a half hours you know your truck is slow when a high ace just goes <laughs> You're like, Dad, we've got the wind of our back and we're downhill and we're still doing 60. <laughs> this thing had no air con and in summer it was very hot. And you would go through all the water very quickly. And it would come about high noon and you've just gotten to the cattle sale You've left home at 6 o'clock in the morning. You're out of water. And next thing, Dad's trying to bid on some cows. And he goes, ah! We need some water. Water. This one. Oh, this one. Yeah. It's already open. Thanks, Frontline team. Oh, that's so much better. It's hard to shout with a dry mouth. Oh, you get all clammy. Oh. Ha! Nothing comes out. This is what we can do to the enemy. We can dry out his mouth. Plug up the wells. Why should he come and find much water? If he's going to fight us, he's going to do it with a dry mouth. Because he comes speaking fear. He comes to take the fortified cities by speaking in fear, speaking your language. You, you just get out of that. You get into the language of heaven and you start to declare, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I am above, not below. I am a new creation in Christ. His is the power, the honor, the glory, 
and I dry out the devil's mouth and say, Satan, try to yell, buddy. Just try it. Just try it. Is this getting through? Does this make sense? We've got to change our language. We've got to change our language. COVID's coming. He who dwells in the shadow of the Most High. He who abides in me. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. By his stripes, every sickness, every disease, every infamity, anything that isn't of the original blueprint, it, it just can't stay. It can't stay. It can't stay. Last week, I was here worship leading. The day before, I said to Rachel, my throat is so sore. If I sing tomorrow, it's a miracle. I didn't call up anyone saying, listen, just in case I don't make it, can you be on backup? I walked straight to that mountain with my mustard seed faith. And I said, if I sing tomorrow, it's a miracle. And I started walking. Too many of us come to a mountain and go, Shandi Adanama. And it stays there. And we go, oh, well, we tried. And just. <laughs> no. Say move and start walking. Because if Jesus said it takes a mustard seed and the mountain will move, that means there must have been something on the other side that he wants you to have access to. So speak it and start walking. I'm sorry. If you're offended, like I said, pastor's back next week. You might not hear from me again for a while. He consulted with his leaders and commanders to stop the water from the springs which were outside the city and they helped him. Thus many people gathered together to stop all the springs and brooks that ran through that land saying, why should the king of Assyria come and find much water? I'm wrapping up. Aaron, get your anointed acoustic and start to release it. Verse 7. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid nor dismayed before the king of Assyria, nor before the multitudes that is with him. For there are more with us than with him. Can I tell you, we are going to come into a season where the only thing you will be able to have any foundations in is the word of God and living by faith. Hebrews 12. Everything's going to be shaken. Everything from stem to stern, from left to right, a thorough house cleaning, getting rid of any religious junk, it's going. The only foundation you will be able to have in this season is God's word and living by faith. Can I tell you, my prophetic word for this year was great glory and great glory. Oh, no, just glory, Lord. No, because the reality is, the only reason any of us are in here at, at this point is because you experienced the glory of God and you had to go home and deal with the glory. We're going to see the glory of God like we've never seen this year. God's glory is going to fall in power, manifestations of His Spirit. Bodies are going to be healed. People with COVID are going to be healed. I prayed for a couple myself. Oops, sorry. 
people are going to get healed this year. I've prayed for people with adverse reactions from the vaccine. Healing is coming this year. Healing is coming this year. Healing is coming this year. Demons are going to be exposed this year. The work of the enemy is going to be exposed this year. I'm standing on faith. I'm standing with God. And when the enemy comes and he says, In what do you trust? I'll say, Faith, boo boo. Shoot. I'm standing with God. I'm standing with God. Verse 20. Yes, let's go. Team, can you put verse 20 of 2 Chronicles 32 up, please? Verse 20. And now because this king, Hezekiah, and the prophet Isaiah, son of Amos, prayed and cried out to heaven, then the Lord sent an angel who cut down every mighty man of valor and leader and captain and turned in shame. They turned in shame. And later it says that the king of Assyria ran home and his own sons killed him. Jesus. He's here, he's here, he's here. Why don't you stand to your feet with me? Ten oh seven, that's not too bad. what we're going to do I'm going to ask a question and I want you to be honest with yourself you can't lie to yourself you know I'm going to ask in what do you trust in what do you trust and there's no there's no shame here there's no condemnation If your answer is, I'm firmly planted in God's Word and I'm walking in faith. Yes, great. Thank you, Lord. I'll stand with you. But if you're honest and you're like, I don't know. Or if you're new here and you don't know this Jesus that I've been yelling and shouting about. That I've been shelling about, apparently. You heard it. I heard it. We both heard it. Let's call it for what it is. If you, if you say, Matt, I don't know this Jesus. I don't know this God of angel armies. I don't know the one who is more with us than is with them. I don't know him. I don't know him as my Lord and Savior. I don't know him as my rock. I don't know him as my foundation. I don't know him as my um, born Messiah. I don't know him as my Savior. I don't know him as the one that raised to the right hand of God. I don't know Him as the one that's coming for the bride. I don't know Him as my Savior. I don't know Him as my rock. I don't know Him as my comforter. I want you to come. I want to pray with you. Be bold. Be bold. Say, Matt, I don't know Him. I don't know Him what I'm trusting at the moment. Come. Come to Jesus. He wants to meet you right here. You're not coming to a preacher. You're not coming to an altar call. You're not coming to a prayer. You're coming to Jesus. Jesus is here. We've been saying it this whole time. He's here. He's here. He's here. He's here. He's here. 
So I'm going to count to three because I know there's people here that don't know Jesus or they knew Jesus and they're not trusting Him at the moment. I know it. I felt it in my spirit this morning. So just come on the count of three. One, two, three. You can come. 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 Be honest. You can come. You can come. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. The other thing that I want to I want to um, pray for and want to minister to is people that have been experiencing the devil screaming at the wall. They say, "Man, I can't take it anymore. It's deafening. I'm feeling the fear. Stop it, please, Lord. Come, 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 yeah. come. If the devil's yeah. screaming, come. If the devil's screaming at your wall, come. Because yeah. I can tell you, he's been screaming at a lot of people in this season." No matter where you stand politically, no matter where you stand with your opinion, what you think is happening, what you don't think is happening, he's been screaming. Yeah. So it's time to make him be quiet. Come, come. What you're doing is you're coming and you're blocking the well. You're blocking the brook. You're closing it up so the devil gets a dry mouth. You've got to do this thing in faith. Young people, look to your parents. Say, Mama, Dada, who do you trust in? Kids make you honest, quick. Thank you, Lord. Parents, turn to your kids. Who do you trust in? Because the devil's yelling and screaming at them too. Thank you, Lord. All right, so right now, just every eye closed just to block out distractions. There's nothing religious about this. It's blocking out distractions. The person next to you can't help you. Only Jesus can. So for those people that say, I don't trust in Jesus, but I want to. I want to lay down my life and pick up His. I want you to pray this with me today. Are you ready, church? We're going to pray this as a family. Say, Lord Jesus, I lay down my life. And I pick up yours. This life I live is not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. So, Lord Jesus, I step into your life by faith. I don't live this alone. This is not me. This is you. So, Lord Jesus, Take over. Take Amen. If you've prayed that for the first time, there's some leaders around here that want to chat to you. They want to explain what that means because you don't have to understand before you stand in faith. And if you're here and you say, I've been yelled at by the enemy, you might not be up here, but if you're anything like me, it's been happening to me too. So I just want you to pray this with me. You ready, church? If the enemy's been yelling at you from the wall, it's time by faith to block up the brook, block up and tell the enemy, why should you find much water here? You ready? Pray this with me. By faith, by faith I cut off, cut off 
the water source that allows the enemy to have any voice in my life. In Jesus' name. And by the power and authority of Jesus Christ, I tell the devil to go. In Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us. The Bayside Christian Church community aims to transform our city and beyond with the life and power of Jesus Christ. If you want to know more or just keep in touch, check us out at www.baysidechristianchurch.com.au or follow us on our social media sites at Bayside Christian Church.